Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're here for another week. How are you? I'm I'm well. How are you? I'm doing really good. Um, I'm excited because now I don't have to wear my liners anymore for 22 hours a day. Um, You don't have to wear what? My liners. So I had liners in. Um, If no one could tell... Or you could tell. Sometimes I had like a lisp or some of the words that I was saying. Um, they weren't coming out right. It's because I had aligners in my mouth that I had to wear for 22 hours a day. But my last day wearing them was the ninth. Um, so I'm excited about that. I just have to wear my retainers. So we're all Are your teeth fixed? Yeah. I mean, they weren't bad before. Um, it was just that I got my wisdom teeth taken out like five years ago and so some of my teeth that were in the back were shifting backwards to fill that gap um and they were creating spaces and I hated when I ate like meat or salads my the food would get stuck in between my teeth and I just it just aggravated the hell out of me so I was like let me just get this tightened up so I ain't gotta wear them that long and we're good to go now okay well congratulations thank you I appreciate it the boys are gonna like it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. are they they probably like never mind yeah thank yeah just stop while you're ahead <laughs> <laughs> so anything happened this past week um we didn't record of course we were super busy with work um work has been kiss, kicking my ass i'm not even gonna lie to you um I don't even know why it's kicking my ass but it's just really like i don't understand i don't get it like we used to have like busy periods which was usually like around the holiday times of course um and the new year but this has honestly been like a non-stop thing that's happening now so we don't even have busy periods just busy and it hasn't stopped well, I mean, at least you know that's job security i mean yes that is a silver lining and everything but it's like sometimes so i work in insurance but i work on an, an account for amazon so with them building all of these buildings in Florida means more workers, which is a great thing. But you're getting a lot of those workers that are not really manual labor workers, um, meaning they don't have the body and the fit for it. So they're always getting injured. And so that's why we're getting so many claims for these Amazon injuries. Did you say the people are out of shape and they shouldn't be doing warehouse jobs? Pretty fuck- that Pretty fucking much, yeah. Like, you cannot be, you know, overweight for one. You don't use any of your muscles. You don't work out regularly. So, with Amazon, of course, most warehouse workers, if not all of them, you're lifting things, you're moving things, you're shifting, you're, shift, you're shipping things, you're putting things on shelves, you're twisting, you're doing a lot of moving. So if you're not working out regularly or using these muscles, of course you're going to hurt yourself because I guarantee you they're not stretching when they get home. They're not stretching before they come in the shift. They're not putting ice on, you know, their aches and pains. They're just getting up and going to work and going home. And so if you're not doing these type of movements on a regular basis, of course you're going to get injured. It's like anything you do in life. If you go to the gym and use the weights the way they're not supposed to be used, 
but you're utilizing muscles that you don't use often, you're going to be sore. You keep doing those same movements, you're going to hurt yourself. It's the same exact thing. Um, so it's just, God, I wish that they could be like, they could put like maybe requirements on it, but that'd be like discrimination. I know they'll get so many lawsuits, so it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is at this point. So just work with all these new warehouses they're building. That's just what's making it so much more busier. So it is what it is. How's work for you? You know, people out here still needing their hair done. <laughs> you know. Like you say, job security? <laughs> I guess, yes. Definitely job security. If there's not anything a woman's going to spend money on, she will spend a bag on getting her hair done. <laughs> no matter if she's going somewhere yeah, I mean, or not. I feel like I feel like there's some, there are hair girls who they care about stuff like that, but then you know they're they're the ones who don't who just like they only care about it when they have to get it done. Like if something's happening, if there's you know mm-hmm. they're going somewhere, then they get it done. But hair girls get their hair done regardless. Right. I I still don't understand how they get their hair done. Like people that schedule their appointments like every two weeks, I don't understand. Why? I mean, I know I wasn't, when I was completely like getting perms and everything, I didn't do the best with my hair, meaning I wasn't curling it every day. I wasn't doing roller sets and everything on my own. I can give you a nice little ponytail. I can even bump the ends a little bit. You know, I can do a little something. But those that come in every two weeks and had a book of appointments for the whole year, I don't even know how the hell they do it. How do you know you're going to need your hair done? Because they don't do their own hair. They don't wash their own hair. They let somebody do that for them. Or that somebody being me, clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're that they're that girl. They're those those hair girls. Yeah. They, they don't they don't play with their own hair. And <laughs> a lot of them I'm happy that they don't because Lord <laughs> when they do it just gives me more work to do. <laughs> Like, don't please, touch it. Please, I wonder, please, 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 just don't touch your hair. I wonder please. when they get up and they look at them and like, oh God, my hair. I need to go get it done. I cannot touch this. Let me just throw and, on the hat. Yeah, they know. <laughs> like they can come get their hair done and then three days later get rained on and they gonna keep their hair just like that till they come back. <laughs> They're not gonna try to fix it, you know. <laughs> They're not doing nothing extra. When oh. I go back, she'll fix it. That's how they feel. <laughs> I'd be like, you could have combed it though. That that yeah, I you, do agree with. You could have blow you could have blow dried it. You could have put a little, you know, you, moisturize you it. Just the bare no, minimum. They're just not they're just not <laughs> hair people. You know, that's honestly why I don't want any girls in the future. I don't want any daughters. So you don't listen, my my boys, especially my teenage boys, I hate the little fuckers. The, <laughs> my male clients are just as bad, if not worse. But those are the ones with like locks, right? Or my locks, or even my my little boys who 
want, you know, highlights in their hair because that's a thing now for boys and uh-huh. they want to keep their curls fresh. So they got to come get, they come get their treatments and their trims and all this <laughs> shit. They got, they got my nerves. Because they are literally doing their hair for the hopes of getting a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it, it really is detrimental to them. Their hair has to be right. That is crazy. You know, I didn't even see, I didn't even pay attention to the trend of the teenage boys that are now getting their hair done. I thought you just put like a little kit in your hair when you want the curls or whatever. You do the little, the brush shit to get the little. They're they're asking about products. They want to know how to two strand their hair, whatever it is (laughs) that they're doing. They want to know how to do it, how to maintain they buying their own product. Like, they're not even using their sister or their mother's stuff. They're getting their own. It's, it's a whole... It's a whole other situation. And this is not even the ones who have locks. This is regular naturals. Right. So... And just just for questioning purposes, so which mm-hmm. one do you think are the worst clients? The teenage boys that just want, like, the curls... And which one do you think is more maintenance, the females or the boys? The thing is, my boys, they listen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unfortunately, they listen. Like, any of my male clients, whatever I tell them to use, whatever I tell them to do, they listen. (laughs) These fucking females, though. They want to tell me about everything else, you know, like everybody they watch on YouTube, they want to tell me about what they friend do or what they used to do when they was growing up, how they only used to use, you know, do grow and that was good enough for their hair. Like they want to make every excuse just to listen to whatever the hell. And they, they're the ones who ask for the information. That'd be my thing. Don't ask me if you don't want me to give it to you. If you was going to fight me on it, like that's stupid. I think they want. I think they just. I think they just want the validation. So if you happen to say something that they used to use or a technique they used to use or they know about, then it's like, oh yeah, I was on the right track. I knew what I was doing in the first place. I just needed you to confirm. Half the time they're not. More than half the time they're not. You want to see a woman get offended? Let me. When I ask them, so how much water do you drink? Oh my gosh, you would have thought I asked them what their body count was or how old they were. Like, they get so offended. Really? Because they'd be like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, bitch, you dry on the inside, so your hair is dry on the outside. That's right. What, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I clearly can't say it right there out loud. Um, but they get so offended because they really just believe that, you know, I could just put this thing on top of my hair and right. That is crazy. I'm though. gonna be Rapunzel. The fact that they don't even know that water intake, you know, it accounts for a lot of things that causes our body to function and even things right. to grow. Hair, skin, everything. I just need your body to be your actual body to be functioning at its highest level. You want great, amazing hair? Your body has to be functioning at its highest level. Because the hair comes from the inside. It don't come from... I listen, last week, I literally told everybody, like, you get whatever you want. I don't care. 
Really? You didn't tell me that because it's been things that I've been waiting to get and you told yeah, me. Yeah, no. I said that was last week. That was last, that's how I was feeling last week. So do I get a rain check with that last week mindset? Nah, I don't know. Whenever you come, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling. <laughs> I may not be feeling that way when you come. <laughs> but last week, that's how I was just like, fuck it. Because I'm not going to keep arguing back and forth with you people. <laughs> I got real shit to do. <laughs> I got yeah. hair on my head that's long and luxurious. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You want to walk around here like that? That's fine. I don't care. That is crazy. And while um, we're talking about relationships, I actually that actually kind of ties into what I want to talk about for this week. Um, our discussion in regards to marriage. So you and I, off of you know the podcast, we had a discussion about marriage and stuff, and if we thought that marriage was a business arrangement. Now, I want to get your thoughts on it because I just, I see a lot of people talking about, you know, I love the person I'm with, he or she or whatever, and that's why we're getting married. And a lot of times I- really believe in that shit? Is it bad <laughs> that I look at people and I be like, y'all really like each other? Like, <laughs> like, like that much? I think there's a or portion that a of it, but I don't think that that is everything. I feel like if you just said you love me and want to get married and that was it- I feel like we're missing a big piece, which is the business aspect of it. Because if the business ain't right before, you know, we get married, ain't ain't no love. Yeah, but you have to understand, these are a lot of people who can't, who have started businesses, like real businesses, mm-hmm. with business partners, and mm-hmm. didn't even ask the right questions going into the business. That is true. That is true. And then, now, and then you try to do that with a marriage. It's the same thing. It is. It's the same fucking thing. The same questions you would ask and the same um, expectations that you would have from your business partner mm-hmm. is this, to me, is the same thing that you have with your life partner if it lasts that long. I totally agree. I feel like, because I feel like it's not quote unquote seen as a business unless someone has something to benefit from it. Meaning like, if you and I were to get married and before I was like, you need to sign this prenup. As soon as anybody says prenup, that's when you know this is now it's a business aspect of it. But I feel like regardless of the prenup or not, this is a business arrangement. Because who... So the, you, don't, you don't believe in prenups? I do if I had if I had the money. Like if I was the breadwinner, yeah, I absolutely do. But if I don't, no, I don't. If you're the breadwinner... <laughs> <laughs> you said you're the breadwinner. Yes. You believe in a prenup? Yes. <laughs> yes. So what if you're not? What if you're not the breadwinner, but you you just want to protect your own assets and your own money? If I'm not, then like it, it stipulates. It depends on what this prenup entails. I think that's that's more so where I have to go with that. Now, if I'm the person that's working a regular job and he's this millionaire, I'm not signing no fucking prenup. Don't ask me. Because you you don't think you're finna go out there and make all this money and keep making more money. And then when you decide to up and leave, now I got to just sign divorce papers and I leave it what I came with. No, I'm going to leave it what I came with plus some. Because a prenup has, you can... Okay, everybody always assumes that the prenup means that once you leave, you only, you know, you leave with what you come with. Right. You can adjust your prenup to whatever suits you. So he can say, 
say he is worth, you know, a hundred million dollars. He can say, yeah, we'll have a prenup. If we ever get divorced, I'm willing to pay you two, two, $2 million dollars for in the divorce and then take care of whatever kids and whatever. So it's not that you don't get what you come with. You just set the stipulations of or the guidelines of what each person will leave with. Right. But so most times you're not leaving it up to the courts, really. Right. But if I am not like the breadwinner or close to what he's making, they always try to like leave you with chump change compared to what they got now. But that is why you set the prenup. The prenup yeah, I'm not is whatever you it. put in place <laughs> Then you said that you yep. said like I'm not leaving here with nothing. You're not leaving. You're not kicking me out. Like <laughs> I'm a mad black woman. Like you are going to. I'm leaving with this, 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 and that. And you come to an agreement and you both sign it. Yeah, but he's not going to want to sign mine because I want half of everything. I don't give a damn if you well, came. Then, well, then if that's the case, you. Why do you feel like you're deserving of half of everything? I don't know yet. Everything is circumstantial, but that, I feel like I deserve half. People like whether it's the woman or the man. Why do you feel like you deserve half? Now, if, and now listen, I know in some situations, <laughs> the man or the woman is doing everything, and they are very much deserving of half, if not of everything. <clears throat> but a lot of the time, I, I don't be feeling that way. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't like, either. Why you got to get half of everything? What? That's why I say it's circumstantial because it depends on the how long you guys been together. When did you guys get together? What did you assist this person with in their life? Even if you weren't like a part of their actual business and the business aspect of things, but what were you doing for them? Um, contributing to them um, outside yeah, of that technical function. I'll be damned if anybody try to take half my combs and my blow dryers <sighs> and like why you feel like you want that and need that. That's just petty. That would just be just to piss you off, like you want half of the salon for what? <laughs> like they you know, I, new hair, like with your new girlfriend, you got. I feel like, I'm like I don't even say what you want half of it for. I feel like they would just want half the paint it whatever color they want that is completely off from the color <laughs> scheme that you have. And like they'll put like a game room over to that side, not even a wall dividing it. It'll literally just be like a line, like of your side being like pink and their side being like red. And then it'll just be like a pool table over there, maybe like a Pac Man game, some weird shit like that. And he'll just have his homeboys come over during the work day just the fuck because, just to piss you off. Yeah. Dumb shit like that. That's why I feel divorces make people start acting real crazy. You start seeing different sides of people. That's um, who you thought the person was, and that's why you can't just marry for love because it's like eventually you can love some person, but you can fall out of love with them. So that same in love that you had before you got married, and when you got married, that same in love may not be there. And you may go through periods where, you know, you don't feel like you love them, but you got to, you know, you got to keep working on your relationship to get that spark back. And so if you're going through a divorce. Is that what you're supposed to do or do you just. I mean, I thought that. I mean, I'm not married, so I'm just going by based upon what I think. So don't listen to me, nobody, because I could be telling you 
everything wrong. I'm just going based on my opinion. But once you're out of love with a person, you kind of don't have a care for them. You don't have to care anymore. That's when you can feel like you can be an asshole. It's just like anytime you're dating someone except with a marriage, you know, you got a little bit more at stake. You know, a lot of a lot more things that are bind together than separate. When you when you're dating someone and you fall out of love with them or whatever, you be like everything, every little thing they do aggravates you. Everything they say ag- aggravates you and piss you off. And when you're aggravated and pissed off, you start being assholes and bitches to people. So it, it's no different from you being married. It's just that y'all got a lot of shit tied in together, but that love is still gone. And I think that's what usually happens um, in a marriage when that love is gone. And then you also got the aspect of when you guys are, when someone still loves you and the other one is checked out mentally and everything, now they love you so much that they're going to try to make your your life a living hell. Like they say, misery loves company. Well, I believe a lot of that happens because the person was not honest throughout the whole situation. Okay. And so the moment when you started to lose interest and fall out of love with that individual, you did not voice that. Mm-hmm. So now you've already been out of love now for a year, two years, and you don't understand why this person <laughs> can't deal with what you just told them, you know? <laughs> and now they're acting psycho. But that's also because you did not tell them how when you started feeling away, or maybe you did and they weren't taking taking it seriously mm-hmm. that, that could be a thing too yeah but you know that when when the business aspect comes into a marriage and say you do have a situation where you're out of love a lot of people they're not getting a divorce they're not even leaving their partner because of the business aspect the business aspect of a marriage actually keeps a lot of people together mm. so let's give us a situation you know you're married to this person this man or woman or whatever and y'all got all these businesses or they have all these businesses and your name is attached to them. They end up cheating, right? Well, we not even only businesses, but just assets. Just Let's assets. just say assets. We'll say assets. And they end up cheating, right? And a lot of times people, they are so gung-ho like, oh, I'm going to leave this person. This is just disrespectful. I can never forgive them for that. And then you're all upset or whatever. You're crying at home. And then when you sit back in the in the chair, you're crying. And you stop and think, and you're like, damn, we got the beach house. Damn, this was paid for. Damn, I didn't have to pay for that. Or this house over here was taken care of. If I get, if we get a divorce, either I'm going to have to pay these bills and try to get it myself, or he's going to get them, or we got to sell it. And then you right, start looking right, at right. life changes. Yeah, it's like, damn, like maybe that. So at that point, you were just married to the lifestyle. It could be, but then it's like, does that one infidelity situation really trump all these other things and assets that we have? It depends on the individual. Exactly. Cheating, cheating is not um, is not an end-all, be-all situation for me. Really? Mm-mm. I'm going to be honest. It ain't, it de- well, it depends on what type of cheating it is. Because, you know, there there are different things that happen with cheating and there are different circumstances. I just need all the details. But I can't say, <laughs> I, I do, I need all the details. Like, was it multiple people? Was it one person? Was it multiple times with this one person? Because that means that was pretty much a relationship. 
So you have a whole side chick. Now that I may get a divorce for. Um, if it was like a, a one night stand situation, mm, I'll probably stay, but then it just depends. Did you use a condom? Did you not use a condom? Because now you put my health at risk. So there, there are so many things that like go, I would just have to know all the details before I make my decision. That's just, I understand that. Now I know some people say that, you know, when it comes to emotional cheating and mentally cheating, I don't really give a shit about them, to be honest. Like, I don't I don't really care if he was talking to her because she listens and I don't listen. Okay, so be it. whoop de doo I think for me, what weighs that the most... Is a, that is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to what you just said? That is such a fucking problem. That is a problem. That... You are a red flag. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is situational. You literally just said that I don't care if I haven't been listening <laughs> to him and somebody else has. That doesn't bother me. Maybe he's talking too much. It doesn't bother much. you that your husband went to, or your man, however, went to somebody else to listen to them when that is like the bare minimum that you could have been doing? Maybe they were talking too much to me. It's, it would be nice to have it spread out. You tell her yeah. some stuff, tell me some stuff. That makes it equal. Ooh, I feel great. All right. But I'm just, I'm, that is situational purposes. That's what I, that was just a situational purpose. Now, as I know some women, they feel like, or men or whatever, they feel like if you are conversing and building a bond that way with a person, that is worse than physical cheating. For me, physical cheating trumps everything for me. Well, it depends. If you are an emotional person and unique and connection is very important to you, mm-hmm. then yes, that may be more important to you than the physical. Right. Yeah. So I, I it guess. It depends on what's important in the, in the relationship. Right. You know, like if, if you, if I'm seeing that you're sending flowers to somebody and you haven't sent me anything in years then that that may be a button that that is going to hurt more than the fact that you had sex with a person you know yeah it just depends on what's important to you in your relationship right and that's why i say it's all like i think when it comes to leaving infidelity whatever in a marriage you have to know what matters to your person what matters to you so even if these things matter, like we said before, when it comes to the business aspect or the asset side of a marriage, are you going to stop and think twice before you file for that divorce? Are you willing to now end up paying for your life or the things that you want and move forward based upon their decisions? Because there are going to be situations in everybody's marriage where it's like, can I handle this or can I not? But that business aspect of it that's take away the love and let's think about this are you going to leave so love to me like you can love somebody but i don't think that is enough to sustain a marriage i can't that's say. not enough to sustain anything not really? for me so what do you think that especially you especially when especially when people don't even know how to responsibly use you know their emotions like mm. like you telling me you love me i'd be like okay that's that's and I'm a red flag. That's admirable. Okay, and I'm a red flag. Got it. Um, yeah, but I'm not. I tell. <laughs> I, I'm, 
one thing you will know, anybody will know from the very beginning, like if you're looking for validation and emotions, whatever is normal to you, it's not normal to me. <laughs> and you're not, and you're not going to get it. However, you used to or like to to receive it. It's not happening that way with me. Now, will I show you love? Absolutely. And when you realize and you understand the way that I show love, you'll be appreciative of it. And I will under I will um I will be respectful of the way you choose to receive love. I um so you'll get it from me occasionally the way that you like it. But it won't be all the time. No. <laughs> the fact that this is already the, the framework, like you're not getting it all the time. So I just want to make that clear. So don't expect you know, that. But you will definitely, you will definitely receive it. You'll just receive it in the way that I show it. Now, will it, it, would it be based upon your schedule or when they would like to ask for it? So what if they say, hey. Ask, what do you mean ask for? Who asks for love? Like, could you. you mean like could attention? You, yeah, affection or whatever. Like, hey, could you oh. show me some affection like this Friday? Um, or is it based upon how you feel? Um, It's going to be how I feel that day. <laughs> Put on a red flag. Okay. (laughs) I don't like. It's you know it's time and place. Like if we're at home and stuff, I don't mind giving you that. But if we're out and we're doing like this is not the time. Like you want to hold. This is not the time. We have we're doing things. We're trying to get things done. What are you doing? This and is that's hilarious. Just me, and you, you know, <laughs> and I, I've always had issues with people with that, you know. I can't Friendships, relationships. I mean, I've always had that. And you either can deal or you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I, but I come through when I need to, like. I come through in the way in ways for people that other people wouldn't. So, is, so while you sitting here worried about the fact that I didn't hug you this week <laughs> or I didn't tell you I love you, I'm the one who just you know build up your assets. I just did something that's going that's you know that was important for your life. You know, I'm that person. <laughs> Sorry, didn't come wrapped in a fucking hug, but you know. And but the, now your shit is is right, and you, you're not. And now you set up the right way for your life. <laughs> Can I get a thank you for that? No. Wow, like my cheeks hurting from laughing. Sorry, I'm just saying. We gotta start figuring out what's important, like. And I think that's that's probably one I think that's probably one of the biggest things too that need to be discussed prior to a marriage because let's be honest, people tend to get lax once they've got their prize, shall we say. So if they were doing all these things in a dating phase and you guys end up getting married, that's gonna be a situation that you encounter too, where things get lax where they're not always buying the flowers or they're not yeah. always taking you on the dates 
every Friday or every Tuesday. Or and she's... that's why I always tell people, don't start no shit with me. Mm-hmm. If you don't plan to continue because... I gauge everybody by that. I gauge right. you by your the, the your my first encounters with you. Yeah, and because I try now, to make I people. I may tell you like cut cut with all this shit. Like I don't need these. <laughs> stuff. Like, stop that. <laughs> you're doing too much, <laughs> and you're doing it because you just think that that's what's needed, right? right. And that's what a woman wants. Like, give it time, get to know me, then you'll know what's important. Because bringing me flowers compared to bringing me a bag of Star Mix, that's Ooh, different, right? You that's, know who, I know you love me. Yeah, that's you love. You bring me some gummy bears, some gummy bears, I'm like, oh. Yeah. It, oh, you pay attention. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But That's love. That's so, real so love. Sometimes they just do it just because, like, because they think that that's what, what a woman wants. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I start off with the bear. I give the bare minimum. Just so that, like, if they like me at the bare minimum, then it's like, hell yeah, I can spice it up here and there and, you know, add a little razzle-dazzle later on here and there. And they're like, oh my God. It's become so damn extreme. I'd be like, you did this just for a date? Like, just, you're not even, like, really together yet? Y'all are just... All of this? He did all of this? But Why? You, but you know that's how people get got and get into bad situations too. Because one or the other comes in hot. Meaning they come out with all <laughs> the bells and whistles, the fireworks and all of that shit to woo you in. And then even prior to you getting married or even leading up to an engagement... You're like, why is he not doing the same? He doesn't do the same things he used to. Or she is not doing the same things she used to do. She's not cooking me the three-course meal five days out the week. Like she was Uh when she was trying to get me to come over and get me to leave my other hoes. (laughs) Like, you got to stop doing that. Because it's only going to go downhill once you get married. And God forbid you guys have kids. Because now it's definitely going to go down. Right. So what's going to keep you guys together when life happens, when things in life causes things to change from just the two of you to maybe the five of you, including the kids or uh-huh. the two of you and five other businesses that need 10 and two every single day. Yeah. You don't like, unfortunately when you're in a relationship, that's how you learn, right? As time goes and experiences. And like you said, like how, when life happens, but like, some people don't even know how to show up for their significant other because life hasn't happened yet. So when you start off early, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot that you haven't dealt with as a couple that yeah. you don't know how neither one of them will react to certain things. Right. You know? But um, That's why they say um, try to be with the person at least through the four seasons. Um, I think one of them is like broke, sick, um, rich, and poor. No, it's that's broke, broke and poor are the same thing. So it's another one. I can't remember what the other season is in that person's life. Oh, when they're upset. Um, just to see if you can handle being with them through all of those things. Because but sometimes you don't get all those seasons in the first year, two right. years. Right. You don't like, imagine imagine having to be with somebody you've never seen them deal with grief or death, right? Right. 
and then you have to you have to know how to navigate with them through that or depression mental health or or you know stresses like family stress and just there's a lot of things that you don't see always in the very beginning right and I guess that's where they say like that's where the love is supposed to you're supposed to sur- be able to surpass those things because of this love. But I'm like certain things can test that love. So right. I mean I don't know how that sh- how strong that shit is. That, I don't never know. Yeah, because like you said, like for instance, the situation with the family and you know and grief and things. Say they go back home and they're dealing with the death of a close family member, maybe mom or dad and the siblings and everybody are fighting. And they just got so mm-hmm. much stress and they end up taking it out on you. And they're in this mm-hmm. very depressive state because of what they're dealing with out home. And so it's mm-hmm. now reflecting on you. And there's no time frame in when they're going to get out of this depressive state or when they're going to snap back to reality that, you know, you're no longer their punching bag. Not physically, but like emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally. So what what do you do when, when this is going on repeatedly? Like... Is the love going to keep you gravitating towards them when they're pushing you away? How does that work? And I think those are realistic conversations that people need to have when they get married. Because is that going to be a deal breaker for you? And I'm going to be honest. Like, you got a good three months with me. Yeah, like, for, for me, it's the, it's not, like, I give you, you know, I guess because I understand the psyche of people and how people deal with things, so mm-hmm. I, you're going to you're gonna get a little bit more grace from me with it, but at some point, if you're not willing to get the help that's needed and, you know, going to a therapist or going to a therapist, um then yeah then I do have to remove myself from the situation because there's only so much that somebody can do there's only so much that you can keep pouring into somebody that until you can you don't have anything left like what at what what else is needed what else can you possibly do you can't so at that point the person needs to get the help and if they can't or they're not willing to then yeah I, I may have to exit or may have to just separate for a little bit so that you could get yourself together. Now, what would come with your separation now? Is it like a separation, like the one they give you before you get a full divorce? Like where y'all are staying in two no, different places? No, I'm not places? saying like I'm separated so that I can go out here and thought. But <laughs> that was my but question. just know that <laughs> if I'm separated then it's a possibility that I may entertain. If 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 the issue ain't me mm-hmm. and the issue is you, if, it's, if, this is, if we're separating because we both need to get help and work on ourselves, that's different. But if I'm separating from you because you are going through something and you need to go get the help, then, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> so I don't feel like I should be punished. <gasps> I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to stop my life because you're choosing not to get yours together. <laughs> I'm not gonna be disrespectful. I mean, I'm not about to be in a whole relationship, but I may entertain somebody. Right. Possibly. <laughs> it's just not off the table because you're not the problem, right? Right. Now, if we both said, "Listen, we're both not in a good space, and we we need to work on each other so we could come back and be better for our together." Got it. Now, I will be. Uh, I won't be talking. 
Because <laughs> we, we've already put that on the table, what this situ- this separation is for. This is. And this is also, and then you give me a time limit because, listen, <laughs> if I hurry to get myself together <laughs> and you still over there pondering, <laughs> how much longer you got? Because I, I, I'm fine now. I did what I did. I went through my 12 steps. Okay. And I think I'm fine, so I think it's time to like open up them doors since you need more time. <laughs> we we will revisit it after we put a timestamp on it. <laughs> See, I, I'm afraid of a separation. I don't think I would do well. I would probably be one of those wise where like there is no separation, there is no time apart. I don't give a Why? shit what we got to figure out because I guess it's just that fear of. You know, with now with the way the world is and how easy it is to entertain other people, um, just out of boredom, I feel like I would possibly lose my partner, my husband or whatever to someone else because allowing that separation, how easy it is to be in contact with someone right now. But you can lose that person in the in the marriage, not separated. Yeah, but that's it's different. It's easy to entertain anybody, period, at this it, point. It is, but the separation, like, I feel like it's almost like you're watching it happen. Not, not saying that it will happen. I just feel like I will be watching it happen because usually it's going to be a, a whole new stage of them in excitement outside of, the marriage for us. So it's like, like I just said before, you know, when you have the marriage, you're not doing the things you were doing prior to, you know, you guys having kids, all the business, all the assets and life actually happening. But as soon as either one of us get that new little spark, that new little flame that's bringing that excitement in, it blinds people. And you, you end yeah, up, but it, it doesn't always last. It don't. It usually, it usually does. But now, when I see it happening now, I gotta I gotta one up you, and now we're in this petty oh. match, and now we gotta go through a divorce. No, we don't. You give that person that time to grow, like, and if it means that in that separation we realize that you know what we really are better apart, then so be it. There's nothing wrong with that. That may be what you needed to see. Because all this time you may have been holding yourself in a situation that you should have been left. That is true. I can so concur. If, if if the person gets into, if your fear is I'm going to lose, see that's very unhealthy. Because if you're literally saying <laughs> I, like I would rather everything. sit here and hold on to you, <laughs> instead of possibly giving ourselves a break. And letting each one grow and become better to come back together to be stronger together. Because I cannot potentially potentially lose you out there. Yeah, no. I'll I'll lose I'll lose you when I'm done with you. Ooh, chill. That's just that's just it. Nope, I'm not finna open that door to lose. It's not gonna happen. Nope. Mm. I'm very so possessive. Just stay, you'll just stay in in the foolishness. If I'm not happy, then we can look at leaving. I just don't. I don't. If I don't. I don't want. Ha- so what if the what if he's not happy? <laughs> then we got to figure out why you're not happy, and then that's a discussion where if he's not happy because of this, and I feel like I've given my all, 
then okay, I think we can we can just move forward in our separate directions. I'm very I'm open to hearing both sides. It's not just based upon me and what I would want, but I'm just not finna open that door. If you're like, oh, I need to get myself together. Like I've heard Tony Braxton's song, "Just Be a Man About It," and he was giving her all this bullshit. No. No. And not Tony Braxton's That's that's the fuck it sounds like. <laughs> Talking about just go to see you don't think you can be the man I need. What? Yeah, all right. That's cold word. That that could actually be a thing though. That's just cold word for you want some old pussy and I'm not going for it. So no. I'll see you at home tonight. But why do women do that? Why do women say what they said and y'all want to get upset? Because it sounds when fucking stupid. It's not stupid. What it is is that you're mad because you've known that shit deep down inside <laughs> of you for the longest. And you're mad that he actually... The thing that you have been suppressing for so long inside of you. <laughs> this nigga actually said that shit out loud. Yeah, oh, he was... Oh, you? Oh, you speak my inner thoughts? <laughs> How you bring all the signs and everything to light with your words? How dare you? Because it's it's most of the time it's very black and white for men, right? Which and is... we're the ones who want it to be purple and pink and gray and green and everything in between. Because a lot of times men just be talking out the side of their fucking neck. They're very temporary oh, with their don't. feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just need this. No, because you just got a new little piece of ass, and now you want to risk everything, your whole oh, family. And Lord. then you want to be outside the window like Donnell Jones singing a sweet little dee dee dee. No. What? No. It's like real last, real fast. No, like, no. No. <laughs> I'm a real person, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because I don't. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. They are stupid. So okay. a separation they ain't gonna work. They don't want to be held on by you. Pretty much, Miss. Uh, I'm gonna hold you <laughs> to the death of me. To death do us part. Those were our <laughs> vows. So. In order for us to separate, baby, one of us got to be six feet under. I really believe that those vows need to be changed. What what do you think they need to be changed? At what year? (laughs) What time? I don't even know if it's going to be in my (laughs) lifetime. Where they are going to change wedding vows. So what do you mean change? Do you mean like permanently change them or like whatever vows you decide to come up with, that's what you abide by. So like say for you, your vows. Yes, okay. I feel like you don't have to come give me that, that scripture or whatever it is. Like either, I don't know. And not that the, the bride and groom need to come up with their own individual vows, but I just feel like the vows are set the, the traditional vows are they're, they're heavy. They're very heavy for 2022. It's a lot to be saying. Supposed for to be. For words, the death do us part. You know, that's a lot. Right, but that's, but that's why I say, like, before you get married, like, these are all conversations that they need to be having with one another. Because if this is really till death do us part, it's legit till death do us part. Like, and, you know, it's, you know, I'm one of those people where I'm still growing mentally. 
I'm still growing um, and loving people past the physical. And I can be honest enough to say that. Like we had a discussion too. If, you know, I got married to someone and he became a paraplegic and I had to do everything for him. I can't right now honestly say that, you know, I'm staying. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I don't love him. Yes, I love the person he is, but that's a lot of burden on me. Mm-hmm. Am I willing to continue to do that for the rest of my life and say we're 40 something? I don't know. I, right now, I can't honestly say I possibly will. And people are afraid to be honest about that, but it's like, yeah, I love you, but I didn't sign up to be a caretaker. Like, I feel like the, I I don't feel like the vows speak on, maybe I need to go back and read them again. (laughs) I don't feel like they speak on what you could create in a life with a person. It's just very like, dictatorship like very like you gotta sit by these rules and these you know it's very like ten commandments to me it's supposed to be where it's supposed to be instead of saying like you know like you promise to enjoy life together and find joy in each other and just like the simpler things which then would of course kind of does lead into the rules but without making it so heavy well, it's, supposed, it's supposed to be heavy because it's supposed to be like these you two are together forever outside of anyone else like even before like people don't want to admit this and have this discussion but when you have children your husband or your wife still comes before the children and which i kind of agree with that too still um because you can't is that in the day once those children grow up and you know leave the nest and have their own families it's supposed to be you and your husband or your girlfriend or wife, whoever oh, yeah, it is. I'm definitely team fuck them kids for everybody. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> team fuck them kids. Really, like, by 15, I'm like, yeah, fuck them kids. Yeah, Even like... Even 15, they making their own decisions. You know, they're, they're yeah. smart enough. They have the mind capacity to make up their own, you know... Right, but, the, but, but that's like why that. the husband and the wife. You're saying, that's why the husband and wife are supposed to come first. That's why they're supposed to come first because you're supposed to raise the children to leave the house. So right. when they're gone, just as before you even had them, it's supposed to be your spouse with you. So if you put the kids before your spouse and you end up getting a divorce, when those kids leave, who's there with you? Nobody. I see it happen all the time. Yeah. I see it happen all the time with women. Like the kids leave, and then they don't even know who they are anymore. Then mm-hmm. they start looking around at their husband, like I don't even really like you, right? Like that like I thought we was good, but we not. And then he been <laughs> having an affair know, for the you past. You and him looking at each other. These he, kids gone. Now what? He got a whole family on the back street. He been having an affair for the past ten years, but you I couldn't see know. because of the, I the kids. Say, I didn't say that. You had to make it so extreme. But it is. You just, That's I just true. meant like y'all lose. You what lose you yourself had initially you, in your marriage when you. You do, start but not and putting all your time into your children. Yeah, but nine out of ten, it's the women that put the children before their marriage. Not yeah, because it's the they literally we literally take one title and then 
Unfortunately, a lot of women don't know how to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to be a wife and a mother. Mm, a word? They own, They only know how to do one, like, really, really well, and usually it's the being the mother. Right. So you slack on being the wife because you have to, you, in your mind, you're saying, well, he needs to understand because these are his kids and I'm helping take care of his kids. Mm. But the reality is the connection between the child and the mother is way more profound than the child and the father. Father literally has to build a connection with their child. Correct. With a mother, it's automatic because you're in the womb. Right. Right. So your connection with your mother starts from conception. Mm -hmm. With your father, you literally have to build. And sometimes the relationship doesn't start when the child is two or three or five. You know, with boys, mm -hmm. sometimes it's not till they're teenagers that they start to have a real connection with their father. With girls, sometimes it's younger. You know, it right. all depends when you really begin to build a relationship with your father. Right. But with your mother, it's already there. So for them, it's like, that's all I need, that's all I need to be. That's the most important thing. He'll be all right. He'll be fine, you know. But right. I gotta, I gotta worry about these kids. Right. But they took that shit to eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty. You still, you still talk about this child? It's twenty one. What? And that's when that unhealthy love comes from, because me, I, I'm a firm believer that you can only show a child how to properly love from the mother and father if that is a possibility meaning they're together married or whatever yes when you show them how to love one another how to coexist how to healthily argue or have disagreements or love on each other that's what helps these children in this Absolutely. generation more than anything not yes. a mother just holding them at nighttime and kicking a dad out in the living room because the baby wants to sleep in the bed no that's, yeah. that's that's not I mean, healthy. I definitely knew watching my parents' marriage was why I did not want to be ever be married and not in a bad way. My parents <laughs> had a extremely healthy, successful <laughs> marriage. I just knew I did not want that responsibility. Yeah. But see that and I was like, "Oh, they really look like they they really in there with each other, huh?" And, I don't want that shit. Right, but that shows you the healthy way of what you did and didn't want. It didn't give you these unrealistic expectations. Of yeah, I never saw my father talk to my mother crazy. <clears throat> they never argued in front of us. I mean, my, me and my sister are nine years apart, so I, I, I'm sure I could ask her the same thing. Be like, did you ever see mom and dad argue? They never argued. I don't think until I got to being like in college that I would realize or like. Later in high school, college, I realized, oh, oh, they don't like each other today. But you did not <laughs> like they were saying stuff, but you could kind of tell, like, right. you can the feel responses it. were a little short with each other, you know? <laughs> and I was snippy. Like, hey. Yeah. But see, that's the they same thing, too. Energy is big. We can feel yeah. energy. Like, even when you know your parents done got into it, you didn't hear them, but you can feel it in the air. Like, mm -hmm. you may not know what's going on. Kids can feel that same thing. When y'all are mm -hmm. separated, you start giving all your love to your children because your marriage is failing instead of like trying to help pick up that marriage and, you know, try to rekindle that. You just divert all your energy into the child now. And so honestly yeah. speaking, a lot of marriages could have been saved if the same energy was put into their partner than it was into the children. 
Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are lost. And so that's like, once again, what's going to keep the fuel going in that marriage when the love is lost? And that's why I say like men are more prone to have a long lasting relationship and still be in a home with his wife and children because she's just so in tune with the children, what they got going on. They got soccer practice or I got to pick up snacks for the game on Saturday or I got to be in PT on um, the PTSA, whatever that is, organization in the elementary school and shit like that. And all he's doing is going to work. You know, he got a bond with his kids. He may go to the game on Saturday, but she's so trying to get them put in the bed, shower, make them cookies and shit. He's out having a ball with Sally creating a whole family because she's giving him that attention, even though she has her own kids or maybe she's having, having a child from him. So it all, mm-hmm. it all boils down to what's going to keep that marriage alive when the love is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't start off with love anyway, so <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely doomed. <laughs> I, I, I guess I hope that like the older I get, I'm <laughs> that I try to tap in. <laughs> yeah, more it's funny. Laugh this. at yourself because that that was very funny. I hope the older I get, I find love. Is that what you're gonna say? And I hope I find that love inside for myself. Not to find love, but I I learn how to um love. Openly? I guess show it differently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I have, you know, I have a lot of reservations towards it. So I just, I maybe the older I get, the more open I will be to loving differently. Yeah, because you know our our feelings and everything change the older we get. You know the things that matter I mean, I to hope, us. I hope before. I don't go the opposite way because I've seen women older. And I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna be me. In which opposite way? Like, where I just get more and more like further and further away from the love shifting. Well, you know, most like, times that that shift away from love has a lot to do with, you know, with resentment. Because I'll be honest to say, my grandmother, um, she is one of those where. You know, she was very self-centered, even though she had my dad and, you know, my aunt and stuff. But now, like, she has a lot of resentment, but she doesn't really know how to love. She just doesn't know how. But she to. did at one point. She w- She thought she did, but she wouldn't really show it because she felt like she had time. But, you know, as time goes on and you don't show love the way people need you to, they start to resent you. And they just kind of, that kind of lingers with you with the way that you kind of treated them when you thought it was out of love or that you thought you had time to repair it. And now you're getting to the age where you're older and you want genuine love around you. Like she doesn't right. even know how to apologize properly. She doesn't know how to give a hug and say, you know, I love you. I'm sorry. That is the hardest thing mm-hmm. for her to say. I've had conversations with her cause I don't have is she an Aquarius? No, she's a Scorpio. Oh, well, they're just evil. She is, and she's like... So I am here to talk about your grandmother. No, like no, it's fine. And she's a Halloween baby. Her birthday is Halloween. So it's like a oh, double whammy. Goodness. Yeah, she's a Scorpio and a Halloween baby. Like, it's, it's wild. So it's like the older she's gotten, like, most older kids, like, even her friends now, they are they find joy, joy in, you know, holidays with their family, 4th of July, cookouts, and being around their grandkids, 
her children have moved away because they don't really have the best relationship. Her grandkids are not really around because we're kind of living our own life. Not that we have an issue with her, but we're just not there. And so she sees the things that she neglected in her own selfishness before that now it's like, I want those things. I'm trying to evolve, but I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get that. I mean, I have no problem telling people that um, that I care about them and that they're important to me and important in my life. Like, I don't mind saying those things. It's just the constant, you know, neediness of that. I, I don't do that well. <laughs> but you gonna hear it. <laughs> you gonna hear it here and there. You know, if you say I love you, I'll be like... Yep. But what if they say That's how I feel too. But what if they say I need to see it via your actions? Like you keep telling me you love them but they want to see it in your actions. But what kind of actions? Because my thing is do you want me to be uncomfortable? <laughs> is that your goal? Like I feel like people need to Okay, you know how they say this, the um what is it the love languages or whatever. Yeah. I get it. I get that there's a way that you like to be loved Mm -hmm. on or shown love Mm -hmm. i understand that but at the same time you have to be accepting of the way that i show love too if i'm not a words of affirmation person but i'm a active service person or a gift giver person then you need to recognize that and and (laughs) and also be okay with that just as much as I have to understand that, okay, sometimes they need to hear certain words. Great. Do you want me just to keep telling you you're great and you're beautiful and you're this every fucking day? After a certain amount of time, you're going to be like, okay, thank you. You know what I mean? At least I would think that that's how you would be. But, <laughs> like, you know, you'll be like, oh, you're so real. Okay, thanks. Right. I didn't ask for that this morning, but okay, I'll take it. Right, I tried to at least, you know. It's just it's a give and take, and right. I, I I just feel like a lot of the times in my situations personally that people are not willing to accept the way that I show love. They're always trying to get me to convert to the way they want it, what? and then. It's. I'm never given the the way that I want to be loved. I never get it, but I'm always converting myself to give it to other people because they act like they can't do it no other way. Well, you know, they always say that. That's why I just stop. Well, that's what. (laughs) You ain't gonna get shit then. (laughs) They always say you're supposed to love the person in their love language. So vice versa, like you say, you like to be loved in a certain way. The person that you're with, whatever, they're supposed to love you in your love language, not the way that they want to love you. That's selfish. Yeah, yeah, but that's but that's what we're dealing with out here. A lot of selfish people. Yeah, well, a lot. A lot of people who have don't like I say they're just very irresponsible when it comes to their emotions. Right. And, you, and so I, I shouldn't have to, mm, I shouldn't have to convert because you don't know how to control 
yourself and your emotions. Yeah, and it's crazy because a lot of people don't even know what love languages are. They just think that the person's supposed to be receptive to this open amount of affection or whatever they want to give. Like a lot of men, they don't know how to control their emotions. So if they got money, they show that they kind of care, I guess, with gifts. Right. And then when the woman ends up cheating, like, when I bought you the world, I gave you the world. And she's like, but you didn't love me the way I needed to be loved. Right. And they don't know how to understand it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we're not clearly not in a relationship, but one of my employees, it was recently her birthday. And she, like today, of course, she wants because she's a cancer lord. She gives me all the emotions. <laughs> and I, 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 I have learned to just let that girl give me the emotions because well, she was just like. Thank you for teaching me how to give people intentional gifts because I used to just buy people like stuff I like <laughs> and just hope that they liked it too. Right? And she was like, but you are um, all this through tears and snot, you really? know, but you are intentional with everything. Like I, she was like, I can tell that you think about the person when you give them stuff I'm like yeah that is my thing I love to give people gifts and I love to give them gifts that are intentional that are really what is about them right you know and and I can see things because I will see an item or I see something and be like this would be really great for the person no matter for me and a lot of times for me it don't matter the cost if I really feel like this is something that you should have for you I should do for you I'm going to do it right and so but when you're dealing with people who want to be loved in I need to write you a love letter all the time. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I talk about how much I love you and how great you are. I don't want to do that. That is not how I love. That's <laughs> what I do. Why do you want that all the time? Because my thing is, once you, if, if that, I know this is going to sound bad because this is sometimes people's true love letter. But if you always need that type of reassurance, you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me to give you what your parents didn't give you and oh, that's a whole shit. nother level of fuck upness <laughs> that I don't want to deal with because if you have to that means your mother didn't validate you every day your father didn't validate you the people that are important around you did so now you're looking for me to do that and that's a lot of responsibility that I don't want to deal with but at least you're honest with it at least you're honest from the beginning saying that's not what you want to do and your partner has the opportunity to up and leave before it even gets started because they nah, know bro. they be hanging around and they be mad because they, they probably think they can change you just like we as women they think do. that we can change a lot of men into loving them and being the man quote unquote for us like oh we can get him to yeah and then we sit here with the little poop face because he ain't changing yeah I mean like so what you hung up this okay you know how to use a drill. Oh, you're so strong. What do you want me to say? <laughs> it had instructions on it. Like, how hard was it? To... Okay. <laughs> I just be looking at people. And it's not like even outside of relationships. Like, I just look at people in general. And I listen and I'm, and I'm just like, yo, you really are sitting here needing validation, like, right now. And why? 
why that is a problem yeah i you know i'm one of those people where i'm I'm openly affectionate and stuff like that but i will say that i don't like giving a lot of validation i don't like being that person that has to give constant reassurance like i just want people to be self-sufficient within themselves and for them to know if I want to tell you I love you or that you did well hanging up this picture, that should be because I want to, not because, like, you're looking for me That's to pat you on the back. Like, you finished doing it and you're standing there looking at the person like, so what, are you not going to say, I did a good job? Right. Like, right. And, it's, and I honestly, like, they say that I'm an asshole because I would be the one responding like, well, I was actually going to do it myself, which I could, but you just kind of beat me to it. So, cool. Cause I'd be like, if I had paid Pedro to come here and do it, he not sitting here looking for validation. He want his, he want to get his check and he about to leave. Like, why do I have to validate you through that? Like, right? Mm, no. Right. Sorry. Well, now that y'all know, find something else besides love to keep that marriage afloat before you even get to marriage. Um. Yeah. Cause we ain't the ones or the twos. <laughs> If, if you guys are to, I mean, people just need to start looking at people and truly accepting them for who they are and stop trying to create whatever it is in their head that they're looking for in, a, in an individual because I concur and you'll be you'll be disappointed yeah you're, and you're stop being scared of prenups it's okay to set foundation and rules just like how you would sit and talk about well how are we going to raise kids and how are we going to pay the bills and how a prenup is important to think I mean I know people say like when you do a prenup, it's like um, it's like putting it out in the universe that the marriage the marriage is gonna end. I don't necessarily feel like that. Like we already all know we gonna die, right? Right. It's no. It's like let's just be real. This is what could possibly happen, and if it does, and we have worked through and tried to fix, and it's still not fixing because people change over time and years then this is what's going to happen if we then choose to separate <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i used to feel like it was like putting it into the universe that you know you wanted to get a divorce but mm-hmm. but now the more that life goes on it's kind of like i'd rather have things in place for the what-ifs because now with the way things go, you just don't know what is secure. You don't know the other person's motives. You would like to think that they would not be the person that they end up being in a divorce or whatever may happen. Right. But let's just be proactive and make sure and we make got it 15 years into the marriage and be like, we don't need the prenup anymore. And you could both come to the conclusion of we're going to get rid of it because we are stable. We know what we want and this is where we're at. And we don't need that anymore. Right. I agree. And you, you can make those decisions. People just feel like prenup is like, oh, I'm a bitch. You ain't getting shit. I'm out of here. I'm like, no, you can make it whatever you want. And to, to be honest, depending upon what state you live in, right. you may want to set a prenup because you need to know what the guidelines are in certain states. Right. Well, a lot of it comes from, you know, most prenups when we first heard about when they became popular. You regular people you weren't hearing about prenups it was people with money and it was usually with the person that had more money trying to protect that they had money so if they left the person that didn't have a lot of money was they didn't get leave or with half or more than what they came in with that was what prenups quote-unquote were used for what we thought they were used for so now that you're seeing more and more prenups it's like okay you can set your own stipulations for them or whatever the case may be 
That's right. So, uh, I don't know. I say, uh, do what works best for you. But if you, I know what's going to be in mind. You know, if you got a lot more money than me, what's in the prenup? If you cheat, I'm getting half. So, that I don't give a damn if that's the only line I got. But you may not even have to write up a prenup to do that because if you live in the right state, they're going to give you half regardless. I just want to make sure everybody knows I'm getting half. I'm still putting it in there. This is what, yeah, ain't nothing. <laughs> so, yes, make sure you guys figure out what you're going to do in regards to marriage. If love is just enough for you or if there's more that needs to be put into it, just be proactive, guys. Um, and like she said, maybe you need to rewrite your own vows. What works best for you guys? Maybe the old vows don't work. Maybe they're too much for you. And that's an honest conversation that you can have. Who knows? Yeah. But if you know, tell a friend. If they have not already listened to us, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, and also Amazon Podcasts. Um, you can find both of our personal pages down below, as well as our Instagram at Balance of Water. Um, you can email us at balanceandwater at yahoo.com or balanceandwater at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to collab, you got anything else you want to say to the people? Nope. All right. Have a good week, guys. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Bye.